This I'm gonna need you to talk me through. <laughs> How could this possibly go? Yeah. You've made yeah. me laugh and you've shit me up. This book has sold me on this book so hard. There's a map at the beginning, I ain't reading it. This is boring. No, we don't talk about it. We completely and utterly fucking ignore it, <laughs> bastards. People out there are going, what the fuck? This is the stuff I want to hear from a podcast. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Hello everyone and welcome back to a very special spooky Halloween episode of Two Crones and a Book with your host Annette and Shell and Shell. <laughs> we've really got to work on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we've really got to work on it because whoever's the second one is always zoned out. Yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> I blinked since then. Who are... <laughs> yeah. Who are you and why are we here? <laughs> Right, so for this episode, um, we're doing a bit of a ramble, and since this episode is out on the 31st of October, which I think is Halloween. Yeah! <laughs> I'm damn sure it's Halloween. I'm very, very happy. <laughs> um, we are going to just have a little chit chat for a change about kind of things we like to read around the spooky season, if we've got any recommendations, anything we want to read. So, uh, yeah, and if you have anything that you want to share with us uh, on that same subject, please feel free to share because I feel very lacking Halloween-specific books, but I do have my vibes that I like this time of year. I, I can, can, can I tell you a secret? Yes. I didn't prepare at all. <gasps> oh, she's living on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> Oh, this is nice. Living on the edge. <laughs> Living on the edge, babe. Living on the edge. She's not used to working off the curve. I like it. <laughs> They're going to be interesting. <laughs> right. So would you like me to kick this off, my darling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Inspire me. Come on. <laughs> She's going to just chip in where she can, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So, um... Yeah, I, to be fair, I did pose this question very last minute to Shell. We did have something else lined yeah, up. Like an hour ago. <laughs> an hour ago. Like, yeah, but let's just do it. It'll be fun. It'll be a laugh. It's who we are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was having to think about this because I've read a couple of books this season, which I'll go into after. And it just got me thinking, like, you know, what are some really good things that, like, kind of get you in the mood for the spooky mm -hmm. season? And um, my first go-to was uh, anthologies. Yes. See, now, anthologies are fantastic because, you know, you get nice little short snippets. It, you don't have to dedicate so much time to it. You could just dip in and out of them. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Yep. And, you know, they just get straight to the point, which is even better. So some that I particularly enjoyed, especially when we were younger, the Point Horror 13 Tales do you remember those ones? Oh, I loved them. <gasps> yeah, loved them. Oh, that first collection. I had the blue cover one. I've still got it, actually. 
um, on my bookshelf. But that first collection, I read, yeah, and I read it over and over and over. I was obsessed <laughs> with that one. I did, I did get other ones, but that one, that was my go-to. Like I would carry yeah. that like a Bible <laughs> around Halloween. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Also, another one I have, and oh, it's gone missing now. It's all the way over there. Um, it was a little, a little book that we had in the house growing up, and it was um, Irish ghostly tales, and it's like like really mm. short it just kind of tells you stories about the banshee and um, yes, and the coach you know, and yeah. just all those kinds of the woman in white. It's just fantastic. So it's a mixture of folklore legend and stories including some by um lady wild as well that's uh oscar yeah. wilde's mother she loved a good little ghost story mm. as all good irish girls do <laughs> yeah <laughs> also uh let's see what else. oh yes um scary stories to tell in the dark have you heard of those shell yes yes i have they were classics weren't they well they were all classics yeah but i have to... didn't they just make a film with they it they did a couple of years ago um it's the 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 truth to the animation is very good the, to the drawings the the creatures are so good in that mm. um i will admit i didn't really read them when i was younger i came to them much later oh did you yeah but um i do i have the whole set and you know again they they you get some that are like just a couple of lines but they're just so easy to yeah. but they instantly get you into the spirit of the season they really do yeah. recommend if i was going to recommend i wouldn't say any in particular because i think it's great to just go out and explore anthologies because when you find one that fits it fits so well and you know you'll always go back to it but yes. um yeah i would say if you can't get your hands on the point horror ones my next recommendation would be go to seek out some of the scare street ones. Yeah, now you're talking <laughs> that language. Because <laughs> it, it's just the natural progression from point horror to scare street for like the modern reader. Yes, 100%. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I would start from um, for the anthologies. I personally also, if I'm going to go into a novels, I'm more of a like a ghost story kind of girl, you know, your woman in black. Yeah. Yeah. House on haunt, uh, Hill, haunting of Hill House. My God, get it the right way around. Yeah. <laughs> but I, if I was going to recommend one, it's actually one that I've mm. just done this year actually for the first time. And oh yeah, yeah, uh, I read it because we had a bit of a hiatus because Michelle's studying like a demon she's doing so fantastic um but it gave me a... <laughs> oh no just don't remind me <laughs> but uh, no it um i so it gave me a chance to um listen to a book that wasn't to do with the podcast so there was no real pressure i kind of dipped in and out of it but to be honest i got really obsessed and it's uh, the september house by carissa orlando okay it is such an awesome jumping off point for the the spooky season so the the story is about an older couple they have a child but she obviously she's grown now she's not living in the house they decide to invest their money in this old property that's going for an absolute bargain there's just one catch there was multiple deaths throughout time but the wife's kind of like it's fine was ignoring <laughs> don't do everything it. don't do it. i mean what's 
what is wrong with these people? <laughs> I mean, it, everywhere you live in the UK, our buildings are so fucking old that, you know, people have died in ev- everywhere that you live in the UK, unless you're building a house yourself. But <laughs> when you know that there's been multiple suspicious deaths, you know, you just why? Why would you do it? <laughs> well, the thing, but the thing is, she's, she's willingly ignoring that and <laughs> because and as the story progresses you find out that there is the house is perfect in every way except for when the month of september hits you start seeing these reappearing child ghosts and the walls start bleeding you know <laughs> no fuck that mate it's time to leave no but it's but it's this whole thing is like how you will adapt to you know how women will adapt to these circum these circumstances and situations mm-hmm. just to have this facade of what they think they want to have. You know. No, no. Have Have you seen the remake? You saying that just to jump off of sideways? Have you seen the new uh, Disney remake of the Haunted Mansion? I have. Yes. <laughs> the opening scene where the kids go and you know and she goes everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna light some candles and the kid goes, "Are you sure?" And she looks behind <laughs> and that there's the armored thing, the, the the knight suit standing behind the kid. And she goes, "Yeah, no, I'm not okay with this." <laughs> and she goes to leave. That'd be me. I'd be like, "No, it's time to leave now." <laughs> no, no, it is. It's it's more more a case of the the wife. She you know she wants to live in this place. She's never had her own like settled home. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like you realise she she's not with her husband, even though she's referred to him quite a lot. There's a maid that comes with the house who happens to just have like half of her face caved in. But you know she like she <laughs> because you know because she's a ghost as well. So there are certain ones that they're all the time, but they don't you know react and all that. No, no, no it's just stop no, it. It's really it. good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> No, it is really good. It's a fantastic story. It's got such funny moments and some absolute great scares, and it has one of the best satisfying endings I've ever read in a ghost story book. Okay. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, yeah. but honestly, if if you look at what other people are saying, there's nothing but praise for this book. It is just so well done. And it honestly, because it, yep. it's like exploring the relationships of women and different generations and things like that as well. Yep. Their relationships and how they deal with trauma or life in general, because life is trauma yep. if you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But um, that would be my like high end recommendation to definitely, if you're, gonna, if you're into your novels rather than your short stories or anthologies, it's the way yep. to go. There's a couple that I'd be interested in reading, but I haven't managed to do it yet. There's one I've got that I'm going to start, and that's All Hallows by Christopher Golden. Oh, that's on my list too. Is it? it well, it, it, it's very it's very me. It's very like 84, Stranger Things, Steven Spielberg, Stephen King kind of feel um, yeah. on the surface, yeah. but um, we'll see how that goes. I know it's, it's all set in this one street on Halloween night, and it's all these different interspersing stories of the families, and there are these four children joining the trick-or-treaters that look much more like older vintage style masks and they're asking the yeah. other kids to 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 protect them and hide them i think it's from the um is it the cunning man or something like that right yeah. so it's like ooh, okay so it's not going to be you know too, too it's it's going to be kind of that same feel it's going to be cozy kind of horror but maybe 
not yep. so cozy and safe. So I'm actually looking forward. I'm going to take that because I'm going on a little holiday. So I'm going to take that with Rip. I know. <laughs> and uh, anthology wise, actually, there's a new one out that I'm dying to get my sticky little paws on. And that is um, Out There Screaming, an anthology of new black horror. And it's cu- curated by Jordan Peele. You know, the director of right. like Get Out and Nope and Us and all that. So he's just he yeah yeah, yeah. so he's kind of he do, he's doing the intro and he's you know he's gathered these stories of different writers so horror from a black perspective I I've never had seen an anthology like that before so mm. I'm real and it looks really pretty it looks so pretty <laughs> I found as we've got older that's starting to make a difference when it shouldn't. I know. <laughs> you know that it should be so. <laughs> I want things that it's. I want things that look pretty, but if they're also good, it's even better. Yes. Yeah. To find that perfect balance. Oh yes, please. <laughs> so yeah, um, those are the kind of things I would normally go for. I I I am ashamed to admit I haven't actually read some of the ones that we should read as horror fans around the holiday season. We're t- we're too. No, we're too old to conform. We've had this conversation. We've got only got so many books left in us. <laughs> yeah. We're going with what feels good. Fair enough. But can we give a little nod as well to some of the staples for those of you that do want to read maybe some of the more traditional uh, stuff? We're going to put a shout for The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury is a big yep. one. He's on my list, actually. Yeah, that um, I've I've seen the animation. I've got the animation. <laughs> I've not read the book though. Uh, I know. Oh, terrible. Oh, not a surprise. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's that's wonderful. That's like um, explores the history of uh, Samhain and Halloween throughout time, mm-hmm. and uh, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I've never actually read the book. Uh, oh, by Washington Irving. I know I've got it. I know it's only a short one, and I need to read it. But I'm sorry, I haven't. Oh, bad clap hands. When you get to it, you get to it. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely wanted to stick those, um, point those ones out. Um, yeah, I can't think of any more off the top of my head right now. So I've rabbited on for a lifetime. It feels. Uh, Shell, let's see what you didn't find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, actually, <laughs> oh, oh dear. Um, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Um, an hour before we record, honestly, an hour before, you know, I know what we can do. Is that what? <laughs> That's not what we agree. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, I just want to tag off where you've been talking. I've made a couple of notes because I wanted to tag off of a couple of things that you said. Yeah. One was you was talking about the anthology, mm. the black Antho- uh, anthology. I've discovered this amazing podcast called Night Light. Ooh. Um, and it's a horror podcast featuring creepy stories with full audio production written by black writers and performed by black actors. And some of these are fucking good, Ooh. honestly. So if you like that kind of uh, nopey anthology sort of series, and, and it, this is definitely worth checking out. It's called Nightlight, No Spaces. And I'll say that poshly just for anyone who struggles with my um, my accent. Nightlight. Nightlight. <laughs> Um, and they're really, really good. I mean, we're up to, uh, if you're going to only just start them now, it's up to 625. Whoa, bloody um, hell, that's a lot. Yeah, but they're good, but they're bite size as oh. well. So it's not like a two hour ago. 
They can go up to an hour, but they're normally about half an hour. But I can't recommend it enough. It's really, honestly, it's really, really good. So that was a piggyback off of something that you just said. That's fantastic. I'm definitely, um, once I can get my phone from holding up my uh, camera, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> 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 I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> the other one, um, you've already said Ray Bradbury. For mm. me, it's Something Wicked This Way Comes, <gasps> yes. which was set at Halloween. Um, and that's about the evil, twisty carnival. Did I write them um, the wrong way around? Dark, <laughs> I might have written it the wrong way around. <laughs> no, there's no backseas. There's no backseas. Oh, God, <laughs> Tab's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tab. And just a little... <laughs> a little fun fact okay. for you: the title is taken from Lady Macbeth by the uh, from Shakespeare's Macbeth, and is a quote of "By the pricking of my thumb, something wicked this way is coming," oh, which is said by the witches. I love that line. Um, that was really good. I enjoyed that. It was very, it's very dark. It's very twisty, and it's a little bit like I don't know what's happening or where this is going. I quite like it. I got the movie, um, and that's that's. <laughs> Yeah, get the movie, and that's Halloweeny because I think it's the end of um, it's the end of October. I think is it is. It yeah, it's the the end of the season. Yes, definitely. Um, something that did. I've got. I'm going to be really chaotic and just jump about here because I've now got stuff stacked around my feet where you only gave me an hour. I've just been pulling things off bookshelves. <laughs> so something that I came across in my to be read pile. Um, and I haven't read it, but when I forgot I had it, as you know, I'm a bit behind on my to be read. Yes. And when I saw it, we've spoken about exorcisms, haven't we? Indeed. And I, I, I think I might have actually got this for us to read as a suggestion, but we never got there. And it's called The Case Against Satan. And it was written 10 years before The Exorcist. Ooh. Um, and it's it's quite well reviewed, but it's one of those lesser knows that never got the glamour or the fame. Yeah. And I'd, I'd like to read that. Um, with you that sounds very good and very dark and twisty um do look this time of year when it's cold and it's rainy and it's foggy i do love me a bit of gothic of course you know this is a bit of weathering heights oh it's a bit of um bit of uh, dorian gray although although i am currently reading a lesbian young adult retelling of dorian gray um it's not gothic it's quite it's okay so far but it's not gothic um But mm-hmm. something that is one of my faves, and I've been reading to, to my little nephew. You know how I absolutely adore bats? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You should have been at my house the other have week, ever... but yes. <laughs> I love bats. I absolutely love them. I wear one around my neck. Like, not a real one, by the way. It's a silver bat. Just hasten to add. People think I'm walking around with a real bat. Nestling. No, some of us just have them um, flying around bedrooms at near quarter to bloody midnight, you know. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Um, well, there's this guy called Brian Lies, L-I-E-S, and he writes their kids' books. He writes kids' books, and they're all about bats. Yeah. And there is bats at the ball game. There's bats at the beach. And I've got them. See? Sad case. Aww. Nah, nah, nah. But my favourite is the bats at the library. Aww. And it, the artwork is, I cannot tell you how delicious the artwork is. And I'm, I'm going to read you the first page in it, whether you want to hear it or not. Are you ready? Fabulous. Let me get my drink. I'm cosy. I've got my blankie on. Go on. <laughs> Another inky evening's here. The air is cool and calm and clear. We feasted, fluttered, swooped and soared. And yet, we're still a little bored. That's the tone of the book. Okay, I'm going to read them myself. <laughs> 
Honestly, they're mine. They're not my little persons. They're mine. He's not even allowed to hold them. I'm like, stick them in us. Oh, wow. Um, and and the artwork, I don't know if you can see, is Ooh, absolutely... We need to get some of that up online. Beautiful. That is pretty. And he's he's got loads of them, but the, my favourite one is the extract I've just read you is from Bats at the Library. I could read you the whole thing, but I might get in trouble because I'm pretty sure they're under copyright. <laughs> um, you read it to me later. Yeah, no, I, I really. <laughs> I'll give you a bedtime yes, story. Yes, please. Yeah? <laughs> um, yeah. That's um, yeah. That that's uh, I'd recommend those. They're creepy and lovely and and perfect, but they don't frighten you before bed. Oh. Um, you talking about short stories yep. the other thing that i'm obsessed with at the moment where i'm trying not to get lost in novels because you know that i can yes. when i have other things to do i've been going with um, some short stories and one of the things that I've got, i'm going to show you now is fearsome fairies haunting towels of the fae oh, oh that is a pretty book it is the british library have released these they're hardback too look can you hear it uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> lucky the dog didn't start barking then. yeah who's in the jar um, <laughs> And they are all classic gothic stories. Uh, so the first one in here is quite good. And it's about a banshee. Um, they talk so, about language. It, uh, yeah, they're really quite good. I don't know if it would be a little too flouncy for someone who doesn't like flowery language. Uh -oh. <laughs> but I would, if it's, a, if it's available on audio, I would definitely recommend it. But it was, yeah, I... I I liked it. This one is lovely. I mean, he's gorgeous. I've totally digressed and gone off topic. It's beautiful to look at, by the way, guys. It's 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 this lovely, like, uh, yellow and this gorgeous uh, metallic green. Oh, it's so pretty. It feels embossed, too. So it's imprinted into the um, to the hard oh, cover. That's so pretty. Um, so really, what I've done is I've rabbited on and, and tried to answer by not answering. Did I succeed? No, I think you did a fantastic job. Because to be honest, not you don't always have to read like Halloween Eve specific type stories. I mean, there's plenty of them out there. Don't get me wrong, but it's just whatever really can get you into the mood for a spooky season, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, one of the ones that is on my list is Trick or Treat. Um, who's that by? Trick or Treat, which is by. It's got a very cool cover of two little ghosts holding hands, kids dressed up as. Ghosts. Oh yes, I think I've seen that one. Um. A History of Halloween. If you want to know anything at all about the subject, you ought to find it in Trick or Treat. So it's it's to do with the the history and the, the background to it, really. Because people don't realise how, how pagan it is. It is very much so. And it was started in Ireland, Jesus Begari. Did you know that pumpkins, cutting out pumpkins, was an Irish thing, but they used to use turnips? Yes, I was going to say the turn. Have you seen the turnip ones? They're fucking terrifying. They are, aren't they? They've all, always got jagged teeth. You know, ooh. <laughs> if you walk down the street and saw that, you'd be like, I ain't knocking on that door. No, but have you ever tried carving one out? My God, no wonder they look so. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Oh, you're just shoving the eyes out. I was going to say something. I completely forgot now. It's gone by the wayside. Um, oh, yeah. No, it doesn't necessarily, like I say, even about. Um, it doesn't have to be set at Halloween. It doesn't necessarily even have to be a scary book. There's like, the minute I'm really kind of interested in reading, there's a couple of Agatha Christie's. Oh, um, my girl. Yeah, because there's, um, is it the Hall is it the Halloween party? 
is one of them and um haunting in venice as well i'd love to read those this time of year mm, yeah very atmospheric very spooky you know for the the cool um afternoons and yes. nights are coming in yeah. it sounds like just perfect wrapping yourself up in a blanket yeah. not reading by candlelight because my eyes are weak enough i can't do that normal <laughs> but you know <laughs> So yeah, really, it's whatever kind of just gets you into that cozy kind of what was that noise? Yeah, feel, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love me the spooky season. I'm so glad we did this. Well, I've now my two B red pile is going to get a little bit higher, but check out um, Nightlight for sure. Definitely. And I, as I said, I my big recommendation out of this is the September House for sure. Cool. And uh, we'll both see how we go with. Um, um, all Hallows, hopefully. <laughs> we, we we can do it. It'll be fine. We can do it. We can do it. Right. With that said and done, I think it's time to go get cosy spooky with with a book. I am game for that, my love. I shall see you next time. All right. Don't forget, you got to record me some bedtime stories. <laughs> I'll ring you in five minutes and read you the bats in the library. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Woo.